Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Faith Junkie. Today's episode is on stress, worry, and anxiety. Have you ever been caught off guard by a thousands of unwelcome circumstances? It's like some news you didn't want to get from a doctor, uh, money setbacks, some type of deadline you couldn't meet, uh, a relationship you couldn't repair, and... You know, especially right now with this global pandemic going on, you know, you could think of a thousands of possibilities, you know, they're endless. The results always end up the same. Stress, worry, and anxiety always overtakes you. Perhaps they have paralyzed you just when you most need clear thinking or decisive actions, but you are frozen in fear. Well, the Apostle Paul, while he was locked up, sitting in a prison cell, he wrote these words. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, but prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Present your request to God, and the peace of God, which, which, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Philippians 6-7 If you didn't know his circumstance, you might assume that he was naive. Am I supposed to pretend everything is fine and ignore my anxiety? But Paul's advice allows neither pretending nor ignoring. It instead encourages the three steps. And the three steps are admit your fear, ask for action, and give thanks. Step one, admit your fear. Once we are honest with ourselves about the source of worry, we can bring the concern to God. Paul wrote that we should talk to him about everything through prayer. Everything includes obvious and hidden concerns. It includes fears that are easy to admit. Like an illness or a job. Something like that, you know? Those are embarrassing to confess like a dumb mistake or consequences of a wrong choice and those we may not understand like the cause of lost sleep or panic attacks whatever you feel admit it prayer involves speaking kind of like journaling to god in an honest heart felt manner paul knew that the most more time we spend with God, the bigger he becomes. And the bigger he becomes, the smaller our problems seem. Once we admit our fears, we can move on to step two. Ask for action. Make a specific request for God to act. The Bible is filled with examples of people who ask God to intervene. In a pacific situation. Sometimes he chose to act in a clear dramatic manner. At other times a greater purpose was at play. Jesus himself asked his father to take away his cup of suffering. But he knew that enduring the cross would bring about a greater good. Our redemption. That's why Jesus most anxious prayer included the words. 
Yet not as I will, but as you will. That comes from Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Elsewhere, the Apostle Paul also wrote, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who has been called according to his purpose. Romans eight twenty eight. Like a child who asks a loving parent to meet his or her need, we can boldly ask our Heavenly Father to act. At times he will give us what we request. At other times he may have seen he may have he may have something even better in the works. It's all about his timing. Y'all gotta remember that. It's all about his time. God's time is always on time. And the last step, give thanks. It's practically impossible to feel truly thankful and disconnect at the same moment. That's why something powerful occurs when we give thanks, especially when we may not feel grateful. Stress, worry, and anxiety rob us of joy as they focus our hearts and mind on what is wrong or missing. How much better to follow Paul's advice by giving thanks for three things. Give thanks for what he has done. He has given us life. He has met our needs. He paid the penalty for our sins and he gave us hope of eternal life. Thanks to him for this and many other blessings in life. He hung on that cross to pay for our sins. The debt is already paid because of him. So give thanks to that. Give thanks for what he is doing. We know that he is able to use the present circumstance in ways that we may not see. Give thanks for what he is doing in the world and what he is doing in us. And give thanks for what he will do. Perhaps more importantly, give thanks for what God will do in coming days. Confident that he will work all things together for the ultimate good. We may not understand it, but we can still receive it. We don't only pray because we know God can change our circumstances. We also pray because doing so changes our perspective. In Paul's words, the peace of God, which transcends all understandings, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. Spending time honestly admitting our fears to God and asking him to act in a spirit of thanksgiving fosters a mysterious peace. Stress, anxiety, and worry nurture internal and external conflict. Prayer, on the other hand, guards us in two ways. A calm heart. As we sense God's love and care. And a clear mind. As we remember that God is much, much bigger than our circumstances. Thank you guys for listening. Y'all have a blessed day. Love y'all.